This is the Wide Awake Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kirsten Kazarian. As a child psychologist, I believe the most important part of the work I do is supporting parents by helping them deeply attune to their child and find their own balance of connection, nourishment, and inspiration. To do this, I lean on the practice of mindfulness. Join me in a conversation about raising our kids, raising our consciousness, and trying to stay awake. Welcome to the 25th episode of the Wide Awake Parenting Podcast. Today, I'm going to share three things you should definitely make sure you're doing every single day if your child has ADHD or if you even suspect they do. A quick note, our latest diagnostic manual refers to what was previously ADD and ADHD as ADHD. So this is why I'll be saying ADHD. It includes both subtypes, hyperactive and inattentive, and these interventions I'll be discussing will be useful for both. For those of you unsure about your child's diagnosis, I understand depending on your insurance and resources, there can be roadblocks to getting a comprehensive diagnostic evaluation. The tips I'm sharing today are non-invasive and are excellent for all kids and teens. Kids with learning disabilities and anxiety will benefit the most. You can start incorporating them into your parenting as soon as possible while you follow up on getting your child properly diagnosed. Use your mindful parenting skill of observation when monitoring the response in your child to these interventions and then share what you see with your child's teachers or healthcare professionals. Being the parent of a child with ADHD is a ton of work. I just want to acknowledge that right off. When parents come into my office looking for support in parenting a child with ADHD, I give them the good news. We know a lot about this and there are tons of interventions for your family. But it takes a lot of parent self-care to be consistent and manage the frustration that comes with the daily or hourly interactions with a child with ADHD. I explain to parents that you're exhausted because you're regulating the emotions and executive functioning, that's planning, organizing, decision-making of yourself and someone else, a full-time job most parents got to semi-retire from after preschool. But there is hope. Many parents of children with ADHD experience symptoms themselves as children and teens. Not only does this mean these parents have a unique perspective on these challenges and specific management tools they've honed over the years, but they have hope to offer their child that eventually with a lot of effort, it can be way more comfortable than this. And for anyone struggling, it's so important to know, hey, it does get better. How we as parents and professionals support these kids now will make a difference in how soon that hopeful future comes. The following tips will help decrease your child's anxiety and support them in navigating their day-to-day tasks while beginning to build their own self-regulation. First recommendation is to be crystal clear. A child with ADHD symptoms needs information to be explicit and straightforward. No implying how you would like them to behave or what the expectations are. 
you may think you're being polite by framing it this way, but you're actually confusing the heck out of them. This is especially confusing to parents when their child or teen has an area of real intellectual strength. We often assume this strength is across the board. Instead of factoring in areas of cognitive strength and cognitive weakness. And to exacerbate this, your child may be exhausted trying to hide their weaker areas. So be super clear with them about your feelings, as some kids with ADHD have difficulty reading facial expressions. Be super clear about your expectations in your household and any tasks you want them to complete. My takeaway message here is don't assume your child is oppositional, which basically infuriates you and is not helpful to your relationship. Assume instead that they're motivated, but momentarily confused. This approach goes a long way in decreasing the likelihood they actually do become oppositional and defiant. Okay, recommendation two is help them to get organized. Your other children remember their own homework, right? Their rooms aren't disaster zones, and they don't require you to turn around three times a week for a forgotten backpack. So you know it's possible for your other child to do this, right? Well, not if your other child really does have ADHD. We hear this diagnosis thrown around so much that I think parents can be shocked at how debilitating it is. With lots of proper intervention, your child can improve, and with consistent intervention, they will. Kids want to succeed, but we need to give them a map. For your child with ADHD, this means lots of checklists for everything you expect them to do regularly. Weekly backpack cleanouts and reorganizations, scheduled room cleanings, and talking to school about a set of textbooks for home. This requires a lot of work from the adult world. But to be honest, aren't you working overtime on this stuff already? Don't wait for them to get organized. Show them how it's done and help them keep this structure on a weekly or daily basis depending on their age and your expectations. Each time the family changes schedules or it's a new school year, you'll have to show them how to reorganize their system. All this hard work is helping them internalize the structure to one day manage on their own. My final recommendation is pay attention to feelings. Of course, I'm going to say this, but here's why it's so important for these kids in particular. Often academic difficulty is the triggering event that gets parents, teachers, and kids together in a conversation about ADHD or the possibility of ADHD. But there's a lot going on beyond schoolwork issues. Kids with ADHD can feel so anxious or depressed, either trying to keep up with their schoolwork, feeling embarrassed that they're falling behind, or feeling embarrassed that they get in trouble more than their peers or siblings. Children with ADHD are bullied or excluded at higher rates than children without ADHD. That is a lot to to emotionally manage. So your child will need support and perhaps professional resources to learn to appropriately manage these really tough feelings instead of either isolating or having multiple outbursts a day. 
So start labeling your feelings and theirs. By making feelings a part of your daily conversation, they're going to learn to identify their emotions and then they can begin to build on problem solving the tough ones. By being curious and non-judgmental about their experience, two of your mindful parenting techniques, you're validating their feelings and they begin to gain insight and create an authentic identity beyond ADHD. This intervention also helps them to trust you on a deeper level. These check-ins remind them that you have their back, which for someone struggling means the world. Clear expectations. Organization. Emotional skill building are useful tools for us all and will decrease anxiety in all of us. So set this parenting intention today, no matter who your child is. I hope you're feeling empowered after listening to these tips. However, please be mindful that telling your child you think they have any diagnosis, including ADHD, will likely increase their anxiety. So please chat with a mental health professional or your child's pediatrician and get more information for them, like an explicit plan, before you share your concerns. Like I mentioned earlier, children with ADHD often have a parent with ADHD. Like all things, this has its light and dark features. If you identify with these issues, you have an opportunity to fully empathize with your child, to share your experience and your secrets to dealing with the challenges. A more difficult aspect of this may be that you too need more structure and maintaining it for yourself and another human may seem next to impossible. This is where building up your child's team of professional supports and your parent self-care will be really important for your child's success and your parent-child relationship. Thanks so much for joining me. If you would like to see these tips, you can click the link in our show notes or visit us at wideawakeparenting.com. If you have a question or a topic you would like us to create a show for, leave us a suggestion at wideawakeparenting.com. And if you like the information on this podcast and think other parents and their kiddos would benefit from knowing this, help them find us. Take a minute and rate the show and leave a comment. That is our episode. I'm Dr. Kirsten Kazarian. And until we meet again, be gentle with yourself, courageous on your path, and let's help each other try to stay 